Hi, welcome to the Urban Lifestyle Report with Carolyn Morris Walker, your host. podcast with me. And as you know, it's a platform that showcases Black magnificence and Black excellence from the Black and African people in the community. Today, I'm out in Sarnia, Ontario. Yes, Sarnia, Ontario. And on this episode, I will be speaking with Jason McIntyre, who is a master in Taekwondo and is the owner of Sarnia Olympic Taekwondo. And I said, um, I think he, I, he's the owner of the dojo, but I don't think that's the right word. Right, uh, it's, it's Dojang. Yeah. Dojang. He is the owner of a Dojang where he teaches children yeah. Taekwondo, and martial adults. arts. Yeah. Oh, and adults too. Yeah, that's adults. excellent. I'm going to give a little bit more background about Jason McIntyre. He was an extreme rollerblader. He was also involved in mixed martial arts. And he currently runs a boot camp. Is that correct? Yeah, martial fitness. Yeah. So it's an adult program boot camp. It's just training, keep getting people fit, healthy, things like that. Wow. So you're really into doing a lot of um, fitness and taekwondos and martial arts, which is excellent. So um, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started. Okay. Uh, so actually, well, as far as um, my martial arts beginning, um, uh, as a young boy, I was brought to start with my with my mom. My mom brought me here. My parents separated. Um uh, so yeah, I ended up and it ended up somehow being in Sarnia, which at first, obviously, as a young kid, I was like thinking to myself, "How did I end up here? I hated it, but it's growing on me now. I'm getting a bit comfortable being here. I met some good people and things like that." Um, so that being said, um, uh, martial arts it just kind of fell into my lap. Um, Taekwondo, a good friend, good family friend. Um, again, one of my mom's friends to this day. Um, she uh, said one day, "Mom, hey, you know, let's uh, let's get Jason to martial arts. Let him try some Taekwondo out and." I tried it out. Started when I was six years old. Um, obviously, growing up, I did it, but I kind of got away from it. Um, you know, exploring different things as a kid. I played baseball for a few years. Um, uh, like uh, Carolyn had said, I did the uh, extreme rollerblading for a while, many years, until I started breaking bones. And then I kind of got out of that and got back into the martial arts. Kind of something good. Another path to keep me out of trouble. You know, 
keep keep me keep me safe, keep me good, keep me occupied. Well, I also think too that when you consider um, how long have you lived in Sarnia now, Jason? Uh, twenty nine years. Wow. <laughs> so um, that takes me back to when I first came to Toronto in 1973 with um, my parents and we would get really excited when we saw black people and <laughs> then we would just think oh my gosh look over there there's another black person but I would imagine in Sarnia that there wasn't a lot of that going on up here for you no no the uh the city was very um let's see actually the opposite was very uh what's the word not there were a lot of people of color up here, basically. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was very, very Caucasian. Let's say um, not too many, not too, not very ethnic, not too many different cultures. So, um, obviously, growing up as a child, school, high school, uh, there was only a few black families, um, few Asian families, no Indian families. It was yeah, it was very. Certainly, uh, was not very diverse at all. Um, but again, now um, it's, it's changed. It's come a long way. Everywhere I go, even like with my program running, I've got. So many different uh, different ethnicities and different multicultural families here and stuff. It's it's come a long way since I first got here, so it's good. Yeah, well, I think the whole uh, demographics of uh, and everywhere is changing as well. So that seems good. like you know, at the end of the day, it's not you know, it's not Toronto centric. It's also everywhere exponential. Yeah, it's good. So um, what I'm interested in, uh, you told us a little bit how you got started. Yes. Uh, was a friend of your mother's yes. who encouraged you to go into Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. And um, my understanding is that um, at one point you had some world standing while you were doing your uh, <laughs> competing on a, on, on a, on, on a uh, professional level, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I had some good results. Um uh, I actually was doing very well, um, pretty close. I was about four matches away from making the Olympics in 2008. Um, I did. T I tore my ACL in 2006, though, and I kind of put uh, kind of put a hamper on all of that. But uh, yeah, um, nationally, I was yeah definitely well known. I'm still well known to this day. If, if I go somewhere, like as far as in the Taekwondo community, if I go somewhere and there's other people um, that have been there, yeah, I'm well recognized. But we're very well respected for what I've done in the sports. Yeah. It, now, I'm not sure if this information is correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, did, you had world standing, I'm under, uh, it was, I was told, and you were also had standing in Canada. Uh, could you tell me where that was? Like, what, what, what was um, your standing? I, at one point, I heard second in the world, third in Canada. <laughs> is that correct, or uh, is that? Uh, so, over in my weight, um, uh, weight, I was ranked second in Canada. Overall, I was top 11. So that's out of the whole country. Every weight division, not just my weight. Um, top 11. Um, and then the top 11, again, that's male, female, 16 divisions. That's between out of 32 different divisions. So lots of people. Um, and then internationally, my best result was a bronze medal, which I, uh, I think I, in, in 2004, I got uh, bronze at the uh, uh, Canada Open, Canadian Open. I lost to the Dominican Republic, um, and then when I made the team, I went away to Dallas, or with Team Canada, sorry, I went away to Dallas um, in 2005, I believe, and uh, very close, very close, I finished top eight um, in the uh, uh, top eight in the world, so for that, it was a pretty, pretty good experience. Well, that's very impressive, so that also 
is, I guess, the catalyst that allowed you now to move on into yeah. adulthood and start um, Sarnia Olympic Taekwondo. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the classes that you run, um, the age group of children and adults that participate in your in your okay. classes. How long has um, uh, Sarnia Olympic Taekwondo been around and give us a little bit of history about okay. that um so as far as far as the uh dojang let's say our growth so we started off uh, in 2015 um we actually started out in my garage um just a small space um 25 square meters um we worked we operated out of my gym for about uh probably five months maybe a little bit less than that uh, and, and we were able to rent a basement of a church um actually it's the patterson church which is down the street like to give them a shout out. Um, again, they helped us get our business going. So again, thank you very much to them. Um, very good, very, very, very good people. Um, so we had the basement there, um, and we were there for probably uh, close to a year, maybe a little bit more. And yeah, once uh, people got wind of what we did, and people came in, and you know had some uh, good experiences with us. Yeah, obviously, the the business grew. Um, now we're uh, in our new location where we've been for just over a year again as well. It's a uh, forty five hundred square feet. Um, big facility. We've got two full rings. Definitely the biggest facility, biggest Taekwondo facility within, uh, definitely within Lambton County. Um, maybe even going up a bit closer towards London as well. Um, it's good size. Um, but even still now, uh, word of mouth is still going out. We're still doing a good job. People are liking what we're doing. And uh, I think we might have to move out of here eventually if the, if the, uh, the members keep coming in like they are. So everything's good with that. And how many members do you have? Just uh, f uh, uh, share that with us. Uh, right now, on paper, we have 124 members um, active. That's everyone that's active right now. So it's a great number. Really good. Very good for the uh, size of the city and um, for the amount of other martial arts facilities in town. We're, yeah, we're doing very well. Very, very well. And could you break that down in terms of um, children versus adults? Um, yeah. What is the breakdown there? Um, so if I were to break that down, so we obviously we, have, we offer, we've got four programs that we actually run out of our gym. We have uh, uh, the Little Dragons program, um, which is children aged four to six years old. Um, on that note as well, with the Little Dragons program, we were the first ones to offer it in the community here. And uh, since we started the program, there's been about three, four other different uh schools let's say martial arts schools that have obviously tried to to uh, take the reins from us but obviously where it originated is always the best so we're still doing well there um so that's our first program um then we have a, a regular program we call it um it's kids kids age 7 to 13 years old um again that's where that's like our staple that's where we've got our most members we played about i'll say 70 maybe yeah 70 70 of our kids 70 of our members are probably in that enrolled in that as alone so um that does well. Then we've got an adult program, which is uh, age 14 years old and plus. Uh, 14 years old and up, I guess I should say. And uh, I don't know, we've got on, let's say, anywhere between 10 to 20 in that group. That's adults, um, uh, yeah, adults, teenagers, and all that stuff. Um, and the last program we offer is an uh, after-school program, which is kind of, again, we're the only ones doing this. We, uh, we introduce it to the community as well. Again, just, you know, bringing... Uh, just, just broadening the scale of what we can do to help people out in the community. So um, our after-school program is it's the thing. I'm, I'm the proudest of it. It's the, it's, it's, it's the staple to me, I think. Um, we have about 10 kids enrolled in that right now. And uh, uh, we offer, uh, obviously, after-school pickup. So for parents to help the parents out, we pick the kids up from school. We bring them here. 
Um, every day we give the kids snacks, help them with homework, um, give them a Taekwondo lesson, not necessarily Taekwondo, but just a self-defense lesson. And, uh, yeah, just hang out with the kids for a little bit every day. So it uh, makes the parents' lives a little bit easier knowing their kids are somewhere good, somewhere safe after school. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, and I like the idea that this is a kind of um, a different kind of after-school program for yeah. children as well. Yeah. You know, based versus like when my little, when my son was little and he would go to an after-school program at the YWCA. This has a bit of a, I, I like the component that there is some martial arts involved with it. Yeah. And, and, and I like the discipline yes. as well that comes with being in martial arts. Yeah. So that translates to the children as well when they come to this program, which I would think would have a positive impact during the school days as well. Yeah, so, definitely. Yes. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's uh, you get a lot of good uh, good reviews from the parents that are, that have actually come in and put the kids into the after school program. It's it's definitely a step up from what the kids are doing. The kids love it. I haven't had a kid complain yet about anything, so it's uh, it's good. We try to keep it positive. Try to keep it good. But again, when the kids are out of line, we have to, you know, kind of put the foot down and put them in their place so it's uh keep good. the discipline in it yeah, that's yeah. right because yes. you know what that is also very important with our i think when we look at the um, west indian black african community we're really big on discipline, yeah, discipline and respect is. and <laughs> you know that's part of our that's part of how we've grown up ourselves yeah, so it's a really good um, character, um, you know, it, I, I think that it builds character in, yeah. in, in the children to have that discipline. So um, another question uh, and some other information I think that would be very interesting. Um, I believe that you compete with your children in yeah. programs um, I, uh, in Toronto, yeah. usually at um, so, uh, Scarborough Town Centre. Scarborough Town Center and Variety Village. Variety Village. So um, tell us about um, uh, that piece of getting the children ready to compete and okay. and how what the, how what that involves. Yeah. Okay. Um. So um. Again, with so our Taekwondo program, it is a little bit different than what's offered. So um. Uh, unfortunately, with the sport of Taekwondo, um, actually not even the sport, the art of Taekwondo, I feel like the the black belt has been um, <clears throat> somewhat degraded. Um, to me, like what I uh, value a black belt as, or someone that has a black belt, if you have a black belt, you should be able to one fight, um, not necessarily be not necessarily bully, but you should be able to fight, defend yourself, defend others, be confident, and uh, to me again. If before, if I was like watching anything, if I saw a video and saw someone, someone was like, yeah, I'm a black belt. I was like, oh, man, this guy has got to be somewhat tough. So um, we, we've we taken out the, uh, if you know anything about martial arts, like say karate, they have kata. In Taekwondo, we have what is called pumse. So it's it's a pattern. It's a grading system that is used to, to help people get to their black belt. Um, we've taken out that part of, uh, of the curriculum. Um, ourselves and and we gear it more towards the actual ability of of making each and every kid uh, capable of being able to defend themselves properly whether it's through whatever so um uh, how to word it um all of our kids every kid that comes in the door to me should be able to be an athlete not necessarily a top 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 olympian athlete but they will be able to perform everything that every other kid does there will be no kid that has a black belt from here that is less that is has been given based on a different grading different grading scale every kid here every kid that comes in the door i can make them a champion and that's kind of 
kind of what I'm still sticking to, even with black belts. Every kid that comes in here and gets their black belt, they will be able to defend themselves. They'll be able to fight. They would have they would have had they would have experienced the things that it takes to be a real black belt. So that would be a fulsome experience. And yes. um, um, just to give us a better understanding on getting a black belt, what would that involve? Like what would be the steps to get <laughs> you there? Like I'm coming I have no Taekwondo experience. Yeah. What would it take for me <laughs> to become a black belt? Let's let's put it like that. Uh, obviously, dedication, um, commitment, um, hard work. It's hard work. It's not. Uh, we we make the kids work hard. I think I would not. I think I'm almost hundred percent certain that in the area here, that is in the art of Taekwondo, we have the it's the longest process. To get a black belt through us, it's the longest process. And um, how many? So, what are the belts before becoming a black belt? What are those belts? Where would you start? Oh, uh, yeah. So you always start at your white belt, um, then you advance your way up to yellow belt. Um, then there's a green belt, but in between each, in between each solid color, the previous color, you get a stripe on that belt of the next color. So when you have your yellow belt, you'll get a green stripe before you get your green belt. Um, then you'll get your blue stripe, blue belt, red stripe, red belt black stripe and then if you're lucky someday you'll get the black belt um so yeah that's kind of the uh that's it's pretty standard um throughout the art obviously some arts have orange belt different color still taekwondo but just a different a uh, little bit of a belting but it's still the same 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 specific thing okay so we've spoken a bit about your the taekwondo and the black belt um mm-hmm. tell me a bit about this boot camp that you've uh, started <laughs> up here and what does that involve what's, uh, that, what's that about so uh again i i'm an advocate of fitness even outside of uh doing taekwondo i've always been fairly healthy um fairly fit i like to keep healthy keep fit um so obviously i've been training people my whole life um even though it's through taekwondo um we're still doing like the basic things. Um, so, um, physical activity, yeah, physical activity. Yeah. Right. So with the, uh, boot camps, I run them three days a week. Um, again, again, this is just, uh, again, for the community to make things convenient. I run a boot camp at 6am, another one at 8am and another one at 9.30am. And this is on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. I'm um, three days a week as of now. Um, and yeah, with the boot camps, you come in, it's, it's, you know, positive, upbeat, um, it's uh it's it's hard work again also very hard work because everyone's here everyone's doing a boot camp because they want results and what does a boot camp in, in, involve what, uh-huh. what, 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 are we, what are we doing in boot camp what uh, is that what is that what are we doing so i put together workouts um i i, I kind of uh operate let's say monday we'll work on legs that's my target area is legs on wednesdays my target area is full body and on fridays we we, we target the upper body um now it's it's I can't really there's no specific thing we do. Um, you kind of come in and one day we'll be tossing a barbell around. The next day we'll be doing body weight stuff. The next day we're using dumbbells, uh, push ups, pull ups. It's such a such a large such a wide variety of different things. But all in the end, it's a lot of uh, interval training. Get the heart rate up. Get the metabolism up. Help people burn calories throughout the day. Hopefully lose some weight. Put on some muscle. And uh, yeah, it's. It's it's pretty intense sometimes, but it's all good. And is is it? Um, and so, would I ask? Um, do a lot of women come to your boot camp, yeah, yeah. or are there a lot of men involved? Like it's like eighty five percent women right now. Eighty five percent women. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm everybody's trying to get fit and have that summer body yeah, ready, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been uh, running the boot camps. Uh, we started February, and uh, 
again, my one, my, the one gentleman that started with me, he's uh, my longest uh, member so far in the boot camp. Um, he's down, uh, he's been running for seven weeks now. Uh, yeah, I think we said seven weeks. He's down 18 pounds. Wow. And, yeah, he's down 18 pounds. He's four pounds above his, he's four pounds above his target weight. Um, and he wanted to be there by summer. So by summer, he should be, you know, nice and shredded, working hard. Um, I've got a bunch of the women. Again, they've, uh, same thing. They've got target weights. Uh, they've got target weights they want to hit. But uh, right now, I'm kind of, we're kind of in like a muscle, muscle building phase. Not like mass, not like bulking up. But we're trying to get muscle onto the body, lose some fat, get that exchange. And uh, all those women, they're down a couple pounds. But the most, the most important thing is that they're down inches in, in their waist and their legs and things like that. So it's, uh, it's good. Everyone's down pant sizes. Everyone's waistline has gone down. So big things are gone. Yeah, everyone's feeling good. Everyone's <laughs> feeling healthier. Walking around and, and, you know, I'm seeing a lot more selfies being posted online and stuff from these people. So it's And it's this good. is all thanks yeah. to uh, Master Jason McIntyre <laughs> and uh, in yeah. his boot camp. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It feels good. So what does it take to be a business owner of a Taekwondo do? Doje? Doje? Doje. Doje. I'm going to get that right. I'm not. Yeah, doje. What does it take? You know, I'd say we are doing quite well. Um, uh, The number one thing is confidence. You have to be confident in what you offer. You have to believe in what you have to believe in what you, you know, in your product. What, what, what do you have to offer? Can anyone match you? Will you, are you the best at what you do? Are you knowledgeable in what you're doing? Um, So confidence is definitely the the number one thing. Um, When we first opened up, there were, I, Definitely had a lot of uh, haters. So that's it. Yeah, haters that said, you know, there's this this Taekwondo school is in town. This gym is here. You know, I don't think you guys are going to do well. I don't think you can operate a business. And you know, now these people see me and and they just, you know, I they never they still never say congratulations. They just you know look and I look and I know where I'm at. I know how things are. And yeah, that's that's it. So confidence, believe in yourself. Don't. Don't let people drag you down. If someone says you can't do this, prove them that you can. Prove to them that you can do it. Just do it. So it feels good. It feels good. Even like with the boot camp, I said I'm going to start running the boot camp. And again, and I obviously, if people say, "Oh, there's people that already do the boot camps," and it doesn't matter, they're not. It's not me. I know what I do. I know what I offer. Um, I know how I treat people, interact with people. I know what uh, what I'm capable of. And I, again, I'm the best at what I do in in town here. So. And I would also think, too, that um, something that I'm always um, cognizant of is that we live in a world of abundance. So it doesn't matter that there are other people doing it. There's only one of you that is doing it that's unique to you. And each person that is offering up their goods, their service, their products, along with people in a similar industry, it doesn't matter because it is unique to who you are and so it will be unique your business will be a reflection of your own uniqueness so we need to get out (laughs) of that mentality that because there's an offering here and joe's got an offering and jill's got an offering and it might be similar we really need to say and so but we live in a universe of abundance so it's good everybody has the ability to create their own and i really am very uh thrilled about entrepreneurship because Mm. one of the things that's very important uh, 
I say, and I say specifically to the black community is that we own our own businesses. And it's very important that we um, are not dissuaded to go into entrepreneurship mm -hmm. because other people are maybe doing the same thing. Right. And, um, I also think that it's good for us to see the successes that are coming out of entrepreneurship yeah. that are being done by young black males in our community because we don't often get to see you. Yeah. We are often, you are not the person that we are seeing in the media. <laughs> you, we, we're not getting the, um, here's a Jason Mac, Master Jason McIntyre yeah. running a business. Yeah, we're yeah. getting the demonization. And so I'm really pleased that we have you here yeah. on this platform yeah. so that you can speak to what it is that you do. And in addition, you're doing it in Sarnia. Like, come on. <laughs> like, that in and of itself is yeah, awesome. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable, actually. It's, uh, yes. Like, I've grown up here. I, I, I know, like, just, there's just some things I've been through in this city. So it's, uh, and you're not deterred and you still keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah, and that's it. And you know, the good people will always come to, the good people will always come to good people. So, um, I think it's worked out for me. Definitely. I've given back to the community. Sarnia has helped me, kept me out of trouble. Me being here, Sarnia has definitely changed my life for the better. Um, there was some, obviously some ups and downs, obviously, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. So it feels good to give back to the community and, and help out with help out with kids like with my up with my upbringing my uh I didn't really have a a, a constant male role role male role model in my life so it feels good to be able to you know give that back to kids and be there for these kids I see coming in every day so it's so amazing talking about that um Jason um your life has changed recently um you uh just became a daddy yeah beautiful baby girl named yeah. Oakland Oakland yeah Oakland and Blair Oakland Blair McIntyre yes. we're gonna call her out yes, yes. <laughs> and she's absolutely beautiful and so as a father what is it that you see um in the future that you can do as a father to make Oakland's life better? What is it that you see or for now, what, what, what is it that you, you, you what is your uh, wish? I wish, um, most importantly, like obviously like right up, right off the bat, I'm thinking to myself, I want to give this girl everything in the world. I want to give her everything I didn't have, let's say, but, um, most importantly, I want my, I want her to appreciate things from a young age. I want her to, um, to, to understand the value of hard work. I don't want her to, you know, I want to give her everything, but I don't want it. I don't want her to feel entitled. I feel like right now I see a lot of, I see, again, I work with kids all the time. So I see, I see, like I said, I see the rich parents. I see poor parents. I see the middle-class parents and I see all the different varieties of children that they have, whether it's good, bad. I see spoiled kids that are great. I see spoiled kids that are terrible. I see, I see poor kids that are, incredibly uh disciplined and so respectful and so it's i i kind of i see the i see both worlds i see the right i can see the wide range of everything um i just you know i hope that uh not i hope i'm going a hundred percent i'm going to make sure that my daughter appreciates you know the things that are given to her that she works for what she she works and deserves what she gets she's earned it all the time so i think that's like the most important thing right now with, with the kids that, that I'm seeing that, that that's not quite there for the children of the community now. So 
And yeah, that's it. Other than that, you know, she should be, you know, I hope she's beautiful, obviously. Oh, she's very beautiful. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, I, I think that she, uh, she's destined to be smart. She yeah. comes from a long yeah. line of yeah. smart women yes. that you know of. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think that that's already in her DNA. Yeah. And, um, yeah, absolutely, uh, um, you know, as a father, things become real, right? Yeah, definitely some big changes, even just from she's been here for two weeks now. And just like my uh, my direction of life, is, it's changed already. A lot of things have, yeah, changed instantly like that. Just my thoughts and, and, uh, and, and you know, like just like the, even just building like the future for her, just like everything has changed. Everything, everything, all my actions, all my thoughts, everything. My sleep schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of that coming up there, mate. All right. So, um, yeah, I think that this has been a very interesting conversation. Yeah, it's been good. It's yeah, been good. Yeah, yeah, and um, share your encouragement, um, your wisdom mm. um, for people out there who are listening to you, yeah. um, whether they're interested in uh, becoming involved in martial arts, um, whether that's from an entrepreneurial perspective. Share yeah. your encouragement and your wisdom. Uh, so let's say just like um, speaking to the parents on a parent level, um, Again, I, 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 I so I'm, I think about my friends and, and who I grew up with and, and I'm thinking about the places I could have possibly gone without martial arts and, and none of it's good. It's all bad. There's not very much good. Um, you know, I, I do feel like maybe sometimes, sometimes like I was, I, 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 I overlooked things that I could have done for martial arts. Like say when I, when I was 18, 19, Maybe there was a, another path I could have taken that could have possibly been better. Possibly. This is all hypothetical, right? It could right. have possibly been better. But um, I look at the look at the negative and as where I could have gone. The, the downhill, downhill here, downhill there. And uh, martial arts were definitely changed my life. It was for the better, um, for the good. And I'm not saying Taekwondo specifically. It could be boxing. It could be uh, jujitsu. It could be karate, kung fu, wushu, anything, any sort of martial art. It was it gave me a it gave me an escape, uh, something that I was able to pour my heart into, and and you know not be criticized for it, not be judged for it, and yeah, it gave me an escape from the, you know the things that my friends were out partying. I was saying, hey, no, I I, I don't want to drink, I can't drink, I've got to weigh in, I've got a fight coming up, I need to be focused. So it gave me a it gave me a good out. Um, that's so as a, as a parent, I would say, you know, um, you know, if you, your your kids in hockey, you want your kid to be a hockey player, they play baseball, that's fine, but. If you can find, you know, th there's always a downtime. Put them in martial art. Let them do something like that. It's it's good for them. Um, good for confidence, like I'm saying, strength, um, coordination, all that stuff. It it helps develop all of that. So, and I would think that it helps develop character. Yeah, character for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, now, like as a entrepreneurial person, um, uh, there is again, if you believe in. In, in what you have to offer in the art that you do. Again, like I said, whether it is boxing, whatever it is, if you are, if you believe that you're the best at your craft and 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 that you will succeed at what you do, then 100% do it. Go for it. Who cares if there's, again, if there's 20 people, 20 gyms in town, why does it doesn't matter. If your gym is the best, people are going to come to you. And uh, that's it. You can only, uh, by getting, by your actions and, 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 and putting in your hard work and letting people see that, um, that's what's going to work for you. And I love the piece that you talk about being the best because I think that there's a connection there to mm -hmm. service. So if yeah. you give good service, yep. 
and yeah. people remember that yeah. and that and, and by word of mouth yeah. people uh, will yeah. recommend you so I think that, and we all know this, and I'm going to put it out there, people, sometimes the service of many of our businesses, not many, but some of our businesses in the black community is not so great. <laughs> and so we need to be cognizant of that, yes. that that is an element of being entrepreneurial. Yeah. And, by, and by giving good service, that's how you create people keep coming yeah. back to your yeah. business because yeah. it's important. Yeah, I would definitely say that 90 Ninety percent of our members, it's it's word of mouth. So um, when we first opened up, we did advertise. We got that first little bit in, um, but this year we skipped out on the advertising. Actually, we normally we normally do uh, advertisements every four months to try and bring members in, but no advertising, nothing. And again, these last two weeks, we've had fifteen people come into the gym trying to sign up. So wow. that's it's all word of mouth. Every single person that comes in. So again, you get a solid product. You have something good to offer. People will come to you. Good people will come to good people. So. I love it. <laughs> All right, Jason McIntyre. Yeah. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, um, how do they find your social media? Yeah, uh, we're everything is run through Facebook as far as uh, getting in contact through for the business to get to Cerny Olympic Taekwondo. It's Cerny Olympic Taekwondo. So look us up on Facebook. Um, I've got Marshall Fitness for the boot camps. Um, it's Marshall M A R T I A L and then Fitness. Um, and that's for the boot camps and for myself, obviously, uh, Jay McIntyre, look me up, check me out. I've got, uh, you know, you'll see lots of stuff, lots of photos, kids, uh, we do day camps, all that stuff. So, and do you have a phone number that if there's some, if a parent is listening and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want some info, uh, feel free to call 226-932-0687. And, uh, yeah, if you've got any questions, anything on your mind, yeah, feel free to call. Well, that's excellent. And of course, um, I will be posting all his contact information yeah. under the Urban Lifestyle Report podcast <laughs> information. And of course, I'll be uh, sharing some photos so you can see the two of us yeah. on my Instagram and Facebook page. As always, it's a pleasure speaking to a young black man who is just doing the dang thing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> despite the odds of being told sometimes we cannot do, you continue to do yeah. and, uh, and it makes me very very proud so yeah. Jason McIntyre it was a pleasure speaking with yeah, you yeah it was excellent thank you All hopefully right. we can uh, do this again sometime absolutely because nice. you know I got peeps up here in Sarnia <laughs> so I will definitely be coming back out and be chatting with uh, some of the folks and connecting with you and see what you'll be offering yeah, excellent. All right? yeah I love it all right. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to the Urban Lifestyle Report with Carolyn Morris Walker. It's been a pleasure. I'll be bringing somebody fantastic next week as well. Tune in.